0: Five, four,
1: three, two, one. Lift off of the Falcon Hi, I'm Mark Boucher of SpaceQ, and this is an episode of Short Takes. Short Takes are short interviews or short speeches with leaders in the space sector. Last week, the Canadian Global Affairs Institute hosted a one-day conference, Ready for Launch, Preparing Canada for a Future in Space. The title is ironic when you consider that Minister of Transportation Mark Garneau, a former astronaut and president of the Canadian Space Agency, openly stated that Canada has been a serious player until now. Listen in.
0: Thank you very much, Mike, and a real pleasure to be here this morning uh, to accept this invitation from the Canadian Global Affairs Institute uh, to speak about the importance of uh, Canada in space. And I see many old friends here today, people who know uh, very much, uh, uh, as much if not more about space than I do. But I'm delighted to, to be here with you. And I'm going to take a fairly high-level uh, view of the whole thing. And uh, and if there are any questions afterwards, I'd be delighted to. Uh, to Answer now. Obviously, I'm a bit biased about space. Uh, I have been for a very, very long time. I'm a very strong believer that uh, that uh, of the importance of uh, space for Canada, uh, and uh, I think up until now we've been a serious player in space. Uh, we have a long and proud history of being in space, as you know, uh, and I repeat it all the time, we were the third country in space with Alouette uh, One. We had pioneers like John Chapman, who really had a vision uh, back uh, in the 60s about what space could mean for Canada, and helped to realize that, uh, that vision. And uh, we've also had some pretty impred- incredible ambassadors for space, people like uh, uh, Chris Hadfield and Bob thirst whom Bob is here today and I <laughs> there hi Bob and uh, and of course her Excellency Julie payette to have uh been pioneers in space themselves and have had the opportunity afterwards and have fully seized it to uh, to inspire young people uh, about the importance of space. Uh, and also to young innovators who are in startups at the moment today and who want to make uh, a contribution in the, in the space sector. Uh, we know that all of these people have one thing in common. Uh, I think it's their ingenuity and it's fueled by their curiosity. Space is something that uh, I see it all the time when I'm with young people are inherently curious about what is up there and uh, and want to know more about it I'd like to add that space is also an economic driver uh, for this country. Uh, space accounts for about 10,000 direct jobs uh, in this country, uh, good-paying jobs as well. And uh, in 2016, uh, the space sector generated revenues of $5.5 billion, and uh, about $2 billion of that was for, from exports and the sector inv- invests about 8 times more in research uh, and development uh, than the manufacturing sector average so it's also r&d intensive. Ce ne sont pas que les astronautes qui profitent des avancées du secteur euh, aérospatial en fait c'est tout à notre économie euh, que le développement des sciences et technologies qui a bénéficié. C'est une plaque tournante euh, pour euh, pour la recherche et c'est un pôle qui attire les plus grands chercheurs les défis que nous devons relever afin de continuer nos recherches dans l'espace nous poussent à dépasser les limites de ce que nous nous pensons possible l'arrivée d'entreprises privées dans le domaine a aussi ouvert de nouvelles portes en créant des opportunités de développement Notre vie quotidienne is facilitée par les innovations du spatial. And I often tell audiences you know this but uh, I tell general audiences imagine for a second that we turned off every spacecraft that is in orbit uh, above us uh, what impact would that have and when I finished telling them that they couldn't use their GPS devices or get their evening weather or communicate uh, which would cause absolute paralysis in this country, uh, or get useful information about uh, the uh, the changes that are taking place on this planet, they realize then that this inf- invisible infrastructure, they realize it sometimes for the first time, is absolutely crucial to this country, not only for economic reasons, but for very, very practical reasons. And and as you know, there are many other aspects of it, things like sovereignty, security, and many other areas industry is uh, reshaping the way space is being explored and utilized with leaders like MDA, uh, and uh, Mike, your company is a a leader there, and there are many other companies here in in this country. We estimate uh, that the global space economy will triple in size in the next 20 years. That's quite a a growth. More and more countries uh, have understood the value of investing in space, and they're going. In that direction. So there's a lot more competition also on the horizon, or it's with us already. So I'm pleased to note that uh, in our recent federal budgets, we've made significant investments in Canada's space sector, totaling more than $550 million uh, since 2016. Ces fonds comprennent notamment 379 millions de dollars dans le budget de 2016 pour prolonger jusqu'en 2020, 2024 la participation canadienne à la Station spatiale internationale ainsi que 30 millions pour poursuivre la participation du Canada au programme de télécommunication par satellite de l'Agence spatiale européenne. Comme vous savez, nous sommes des partenaires avec l'Agence spatiale européenne depuis très, très longtemps. Dans le budget de 2017, nous avons accordé près de 81 millions de dollars pour appuyer la démonstration de la technologie quantique – ça, c'est quelque chose de très, très nouveau dans l'espace – et d'un instrument radar pour un futur véhicule orbital à la planète Mars. Les entreprises du secteur de l'aérospatial bénéficient d'investissements importants annoncés et à venir dans, dans, par l'entremise du Fonds stratégique pour l'innovation. Le budget de 2018 euh, qui prévoit ou prévoit aussi 100 millions de dollars euh, au Fonds pour soutenir des satellites de télé- télécommunications en orbite basse. Euh, c'est un domaine où le Canada a été un pionnier, où on continue de mettre beaucoup d'importance, euh, celui des communications. The coming months will be an exciting time for Canada's space program. We all know that David Saint-Jacques will soon launch on Expedition 58-59 to the International Space Station, and he's been getting ready for a very long time. Of course, uh, as we saw uh, very, very recently with the aborted Soyuz launch last week, there is a possibility that that uh, that launch could be delayed, but uh, David will be ready when it happens, and hopefully it won't be delayed very long uh, it is a testament I would say to the design of the Soyuz vehicle that despite the fact that a problem occurred uh, and also a tribute to the skill and training of, of the two uh, astronauts on board that, uh, that everything turned out uh, safe and sound uh, they had a, a rough re-entry a, a so called ballistic entry but, uh, but uh, they were ready for it and, uh, and they got out and walked around so everything is okay um, space travel has risks, as you know, uh, but I know that the uh, that the, the partners of the International Space Station are working to minimize those risks. Uh, we'll never make it to zero, but uh, it, it is something that I believe is getting safer and safer as time goes on, to make sure that uh, those who take uh, space rockets and go into space uh, are as safe as possible. There are significant outreach activities planned during David's mission, so I think you're going to see him on television uh, and 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 uh, on uh, on online uh, during the the next uh, mission when he does go out. Uh, and this will be in the interests of encouraging STEM, particularly for our young uh, people and and for our educators. In the very near future, we will also see the launch of the Radarsat constellation mission, which is now scheduled for February. And I have to say I'm personally very excited about this because I remember the very first time that I came to Parliament Hill and presented the radar sat constellation. I was not a politician at that time. I was at the Canadian Space Agency and uh, it uh, it got initial funding for development at that point because we had made the argument that we needed a constellation of Earth observation uh, synthetic aperture radar satellites. And uh, and that illustrates just the timeline that it takes. Uh, When we're talking about space, uh, we have to assume and understand that we're talking about long timelines, and uh, that is something that I try to convey to my colleagues uh, on Parliament Hill, that you need not only vision, but you need time to uh, realize uh, the things that you are going to build, sometimes from literally from scratch. So I'm looking forward to the Radarsat Constellation mission launch. Uh, The three identical Earth observation satellites will cover up to 90% of the world's surface every day. So over time, we will be able to monitor trends in climate change, which is of great importance to Canadians, and the impacts that humans have on, on local environments. Also, the spacecraft OSIRIS-REx will arrive at the asteroid Bennu in December of 2018. So in December, where it will use a Canadian instrument to create a a 3D map, a LIDAR it will be using, create a 3D map of the surface to help decide where they're going to go get the little sample that they're going to bring back to the Earth. So very exciting to see uh, Canada playing a role in uh, in this mission. Of course, the James Webb Space Telescope is still on the horizon, but uh, not too far away. It's now being built, as you know, and it will be the most complex and powerful telescope ever launched into space. And it'll help us to search for the earliest stars and galaxies and to map their their evolution. It will study the formation of stars and planets today, and it will even uh, search for other potential forms of life in the universe. Canada is contributing technology to this uh, amazing telescope, notably the fine guidance sensor and the near-infrared imager and slitless spectrograph that will allow the Webb Space Telescope to position itself with incredible accuracy and detect the most distant objects. So our involvement in this project has a benefit because it will allow Canadian astronomers to have dedicated time in the use of the James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, another indicate another I would say example of the very close cooperation that we have had with NASA now going all the way back to Alouette and uh, the very good working relationship and how our involvement has been leveraged by our participation in many of these these missions. Through these projects uh, we are advancing Canada's legacy in space operations and technological capabilities and we are showcasing Canadian innovation and know-how to our global partners. Nous savons tous que le secteur spatial stimule l'innovation. Il crée des emplois bien rémunérés, il stimule aussi notre économie et attire des investissements. L'espace nous inspire. Il suscite l'enthousiasme, il l'émerveillement, surtout chez les jeunes Canadiens. So I wish you a, a very good conference today, uh, as you uh, as you delve into these matters in, in greater uh, in greater detail. And I leave you with the thought that Canada has been a space pioneer, uh, really uh, something to be extremely proud of. It has helped, space has helped us to solve many challenges down here on Earth, and in a very successful manner. And it's also inspired us. I hope that Canada will continue to be an innovator, one of the leaders in space in the coming years, and I wish you
1: all a a very good conference. So thank you very much. Well, that's a wrap on this episode of SpaceQ's Short Takes. If you have comments on this episode, you can email me at podcast at spaceq.ca, or you can post them with the accompanying article on our website at spaceq.ca. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Canada in Space, where we post updates and breaking news as well. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter as we publish curated news and information you won't find on our website. As always, if you like what we do, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash spaceq. And whichever service you use to listen to our podcast, please do us a favor and write a review. And hey, make it a good one. Thank you.